So what if you haven't got the right connection to start mm, with? Yeah. And now you're trying to get somebody in the team or someone else in the team is trying to get somebody else to do something, but they haven't connected. And so there's an immediate barrier. And I think that is the slight mistake that's probably happening at the moment is a lot of people using Zoom and WhatsApp. I mean, I do do that a lot. And if you haven't created a connection to start with, you know, there's a text can be misinterpreted. Of course, word for word. Yeah. One good thing about voice messages, actually, you can use a tonality. You can soften it. You can be apologetic, but at the same time, be firm. Yeah. But text, nah. Hello, this is Dr. Rowe, and you are listening to The Cicado Show with Dr. Rowe and Harms. Cicado means to seek turning points. And on this show where two completely different generations tackle the most challenging topics that people are facing today, the mission is to provide you with what you need in order to create a turning point in your life now. Above all else, the main reason that we chose to create these shows is because we both have a passion for helping people go through life transformation, for improving their lives, for taking their lives to a completely different level. And it's our hope, our genuine, sincere hope that by the end of each of these episodes, you will have gained at least one insight which you can take away and apply directly into your life. Practical tools, voices that come from both generations, younger generation with tips and tools, older generation with a sense of wisdom and experience. So you can help unlock your true potential to give you the opportunity to make changes both on a personal, professional, financial and relationship level to give you a chance to impact both your life and the lives of other people around you. So we welcome you. We welcome you to The Cicado Show. Before we jump into the show, let me just tell you a little bit about becoming a Cicado supporter now. If you love what we do on the show, have gained transformational insights and positive outcomes or any small shifts which have allowed you to create turning points in your life, then please head to cicado.com and become a supporter of the show now. By supporting the show, we can continue to expand by getting you better quality production, spending more time deep diving important topics and creating more exclusive supporter perks as well as getting great guests on. And by the way, as a thank you for becoming a supporter, and depending on which supporter tier you select at cicado.com, these perks range from my weekly recipe for success emails through to audios and video courses from my 23 Steps to Success, which includes online modules on how to find your life balance, gaining confidence, improving your time management, making successful career transitions, understanding financial independence, creating a life purpose, understanding and how to manage your money, becoming a money master, understanding negotiation techniques, learning to communicate more effectively and so much more. So don't delay. It takes less than two minutes and you can become a Cicado supporter, helping to expand the show and get special perks as a thank you. Become a supporter now at cicado.com. Let's get back to the show. Hello, it's Harms here and welcome to another episode of the Cicado show. Today we are doing a Cicado short. Now, my introduction today is going to be very short because those who are going to listen to the question in a moment that we're going to solve uh, will resonate it, resonate with it immediately. So what we're covering today is communication in your career and focusing on how to actually improve your communication within your career, but dealing with one of the most common challenges somebody will have 
with intercommunication within your job, your career, your managerial team. And that is focused on overcoming and dealing with misunderstandings. And as you know, misunderstandings can start as a small seed, then turn into Chinese whispers. And then by the end of it, you've got a giant oak tree of misunderstanding, which nobody knows where it started. Nobody knows where the Chinese whispers started. And it leaves the whole team, potentially the company, with a lot of angst, a lot of you know people falling out, uh, people losing sight of what the the true true issue was in the first place. So anyway, that's me going to press pause there for a moment and flip the question over to Ro. Ro, how do we overcome a misunderstanding within the career place, within the workplace, around this topic of communication? Thanks, Harms. That's one of the shortest introductions you've done, actually, to our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Cicado Show. And again, thank you, as ever, for joining us. And do keep by the way, this is one to get out to your mates. If you're in a company and yeah. you're getting a sense that this has been going on, please send this out. Get them to have a listen to it. Uh, we experience it, both myself and Harminder experience it because of the world we're in. We deal with other companies, etc. And just interestingly enough, Harminder, I experienced it literally in the last 24 hours. So okay. it's one of those subjects which is kind of close to me as well. Look... I think it, we have to go back to the fact that right now we're in an interesting world. It, ha- it does. You were in the corporate world. I was in the corporate world. It definitely happens in offices, yeah. doesn't it? You, you get the the, the the coffee machine conversations, the the smokers outside having their conversations. You, you get people sort of having these little huggles. That happens without a doubt. Now you put people in their separate houses with WhatsApp groups and Zoom calls and all that stuff. Yeah. You, with, you could be talking to five people in your team without realizing that three of them have got another separate conversation in, happening. In another group, <laughs> in yes. another group. Yeah. And it goes on. And I think that the important factor here is most miscommunication is really down to people's misunderstanding clouded by their beliefs, their emotional reaction to something, something they felt personally because it related to an experience they had in the past. I was talked like that in my last job. I feel like this person is doing the same yeah, thing with yeah. me and they may not be doing it. Yeah, and of be. course, then you get a reaction from that person like, why are you speaking to me like that? And so you get a bit angsty and then the other person kicks back. Mm. So it's happening. I think it's happening quite a lot at the moment. And I think Zoom is a great tool, but it is I've been on to meetings where people have been off camera, for example. That pisses me off. So I've actually asked people to come on camera. I think that's an important subject as well we might want to touch on. But I think the key thing here is if you're feeling it in the workplace, you've got to decide, are you happy just let it to become part of the culture? I think that's a good subject. A word we should bring into this conversation is, is the culture of what's happening. And is it your role in that group to try and change that culture? Or do you need to go to the head of that team yeah. managing managing director or whatever to say look i'm concerned this is happening what can we do to change the culture and that and, and you know again play this to them because i've been in front of probably millions now if i think about my life my whole life if i go back online on and offline and uh, we all communicate you know with our audiences from all different backgrounds you know you and i met there's 20 years between us uh, we communicate on a daily basis yep. your business about communication so we're all all constantly trying to evolve I think anyone that's listening to this will definitely know somebody that needs to work on this. And I think there's a few buttons we can definitely press while we're recording this. Okay, fantastic. So as you listen to this podcast, we're, we're aiming to cover you know three or four points which you can directly use to help you improve this misunderstanding that occurs, which is fundamentally can be solved by 
communicating communicating effectively communicating with impact as you know that's that's something we're passionate about maybe what you could do is just paint well two of us can do this but let's paint a few examples of what we're talking about just for anyone that's wondering what you know where this shows up and how it shows up in a, in a company corporate environment okay so so let's kick off with the first point first tip if you like and i was reading some studies recently okay and we can tie examples yeah, to yeah. the back of this reading some studies recently and had some really high level business people say to me this is how they feel as well mm. when they're on the when they're on the Zoom video call, and something you've mentioned to me as well, Ro, uh, when dealing with you know groups of people on a Zoom video call. So you mentioned Zoom in the introduction. Uh, it could be any kind of video call, but where a mis- where a misunderstanding can occur is when certain people one don't have their video on, yeah, and two the video clarity is distorted or the sound quality right. is distorted. Yeah. So what this article and study sort of determined was the greater the clarity of video and audio, the more the person will trust you. Mm. And that's incredible when you think about it. Totally. So, so that's that. a study. Well, I want to ask you the question. So it ties back, but if you think about the, the, the CWI system that we have, it's because you, them and the environment, yeah. environment, technicals, when we, when we run the online events, we talk about the setting, don't we? We talk about the clarity, the camera, the sound. Yes. Because... If that's not right, people are going, oh, I didn't quite understand what you meant. The eyes aren't quite clear because we see through the so, eyes. So, so this is the point. This is the question I want to ask. Which Sorry, was, from, I'm getting excited. Here. I know. I know. From, <laughs> from, a, from a communication perspective and have you having dealt with, you know, with, with thousands of people on a one-to-one audience-based level, how what, what is it the trust, how is trust built just through having a clearer video quality? Great question. Well, okay. So if I was on stage as an example... I'm in front of that put that group that person, and I'm looking at them. So you see me. I mean, I, so on a big event, speakers aren't supposed to go down into the audience. You okay. stay on the stage. Whereas I used to say, right, how do I get off the stage? Why do you need to do that, doctor? Well, I just want. And um, how far does the sound travel if I walk away from this? Now, why do you? Because I'd go down and walk into the audience and look at them and look down. And you remember this at the event yeah. you went to, and actually walk in amongst the audience. Because in a way, although the camera might be on you when you're this close, you can feel that person. Yeah. So it's even on big stage events as well. You want to be close contact. On a camera, it's crazy. Uh, we have guests come on to some of the trainings that we do, and sometimes those guests don't look at the camera. Mm. So they're, they're looking off to the left, they're looking off to the right, or it's a bit fuzzy. Yeah. So the audience are looking and they're squinting, and it's all about the eyes. I mean, you think about it, you, you, you yeah. talk, not like, you look, like we're talking now, we're looking at each other, but it's yeah. not like you. it's a thousand-yard stare. But when somebody says something and they mean it, we know the eyes can go straight, they go off to the left, right, down, depending on where you're accessing. So our eyes are a great way to detect the truth. You've yeah. seen us do that. We've done this together. Yeah. We've done this with audiences, haven't we? Yeah. We've done lie detecting with audiences. So imagine being on camera when they can't quite see your eyes, it's a bit fuzzy, the sound is a bit more... Mm. And so that trust is diminished because clarity equals power for a lot of us. It's like the power to be able to understand somebody. Okay, then to add Vital. to add to that point then, where the misunderstanding can occur is, you know, in a career, in a workplace, imagine you're on the call with a manager, not just tying into an example, yeah, yeah. a manager, uh, a director, you know, the boss, uh, a colleague, whatever it is, and you are receiving constructive feedback a criticism yeah. or somebody's flaring up on the call, <laughs> yeah. but you can't see their video. So imagine receiving constructive criticism and you can't see somebody's face. How are they actually, what do they mean by this? You know, are they exactly, are they smiling? Are, are they, you know, 
Is there sincerity in the constructive feedback? Is it done slightly with a snide reaction? Yes. Is it, is it done actually playfully? Yeah. As I said, I went onto a board meeting a couple of weeks back and I and I asked for one of the board members to come onto the camera. And I don't think anyone had actually asked that question before because I understand that he doesn't come to the camera. Now, it's not that he's a bad person. I just wanted to see his face. He was about to present some information. And so I can't understand why somebody would not want to be seen. Well, to fundamentally remove or at least reduce the risk of misunderstanding. Yeah. It's critical. Particularly at that level. I do yes. get somebody might say, I'm in my pajamas row or whatever. Of course. And maybe yeah. on a more personal, but this is a formal board meeting. Yes. Uh, so if you talk to somebody every day, it's slightly different. If you, know, if, you know, if you know them regularly, you know your team, your core team, very different. But we're talking about, you know, in a career, in a workplace, yeah. professional settings, a place where the communication is key in order to get closer to your goals. We used to manage a team of how many, was it? So uh, it was it fluctuated between 40 and 50. Oh, that's a lot of people. Yeah. So here you are as a young guy and you need now to interview somebody. Did it help you just to speak to them on the phone or did you need to see them face to face when you were actually bringing new people? Had to be face to face. Right. And so what um, were you looking for? As an interview, well, actually as an interviewer, we, we'd, watch, we'd watch them from the moment they enter the gates. Yeah, right. You know, we'd watch them. When, uh, it sounds extreme, but it's important. When, uh, and any managerial team will know this. You know, how do they get out their car? How easily do they understand where the building is? Yeah. You know, it's, it's down to this level of detail. Yeah. Um, are they getting changed in the car park? Uh, but once they get in front of you, the key is, as you mentioned, Ro, the eyes, the expressions. Yeah. Um, you know, we ask them difficult questions. Tell us a time where you've made an error and a mistake and how have you overcome that? Tell us a time when you've been in a high pressure situation. Yeah. So we ask this question. Yeah, nice. And, and we need to see the body change that yeah. we need to see them go into that place. Yeah. We need to see if they're making it up. Yeah. Uh, or are they being genuinely true? Like that, all of these that, things are This key. in itself is an immediate filter to a better communicating team. The challenge you've got is when a team comes together and they haven't even been filtered at that level. Yes. So if you're you're actually qualifying people based on their behavior, their their values and their level of integrity, almost mm. at a start, not yes. all interviews would have been maybe that forward thinking. But now you've got people that are trying to protect themselves inside the company. Yes. And now we're talking about an existing situation and they don't want to come, come go back to Zoom again. They don't want a camera. But also what you've got is people starting to react. Okay. So this whole Chinese whisper thing, and it's happened to me recently, is like, uh, you know, I was seeking some information about a, a set of data to do with performance within this company. And it created a reaction in the people that was being, the information was being sought from. Yeah. And that reaction was like, well, you're judging us. Actually, I just wanted to understand because let's say, for example, if you're in sales and you want to get results in a business and you're working with a sales team and you do something and that sales team need to perform and you go, why is it I'm not getting consistent results? Yes, it could be me who's mm -hmm. the salesperson, mm -hmm. but it also could be the team that are following up. Well, what if I'm not doing something right to set things up for that team? This is a classic example in business, yeah. by the way. So I was seeking information, thinking, Okay, it could be me, could be them, or it could be a combination of both. But the reaction was, hey, there's a judgment here on us. Yeah. And that's a classic example of misunderstanding and miscommunication. And that's because the people that are reacting may have been judged in the past. Yes. So they default. This is like the, the short we did on the footballers. You know, you default back to something in the past. So I think a big lesson for you listening, if you're listening to this, if you are at a senior level, ask yourself the question, is it possible that the people in my team are reacting because they've had some challenges that, that you know, their, their self-esteem has been knocked, they've had a bad experience. And so there's something in you or someone in the team that's bringing out that reaction. Yeah. It, it, and then of course their perception gets warped. Um, and then we react, especially if you're old, if you're younger, you tend to react more. If you're older, you go, okay, well, I've been there. Um, and then that reaction creates a stirred 
and then you get these Chinese whispers and different Facebook groups and people getting angry. So, so if we link this to, because a lot of people listening have gone through communicating with impact. We list, if we link this to communicating with impact system, okay, this is the category of them. Yes. Because now you're saying something, uh, it could be you or it could be you receiving it. So there's two different things here, but let's, let's just assume you are communicating to someone and they are then reacting. It's conscious to be aware that this falls into a category of them. Because it does. One is, you, this is the first first area of communicating with the impact system is you. So yeah. first you've got to be conscious of yeah. how did you deliver that message? Um, what your outcome was? What, how's your mindset? How's your mindset? What, the, the tonality in which you deliver it? Yeah. Uh, the, was, yeah. was it too confusing? Timing. There's a lot of elements in the way, firstly, you deliver. Okay, let's assume you now deliver that message. Yeah. The reaction is now coming from them. Exactly. And that's yeah. a key thing to underline. And, and so this is where when we when we talk about them, connection is so it's connection impact and influence so what if you haven't got the right connection to start mm, with yeah and now you're trying to get somebody in the team or someone else in the team is trying to get somebody else to do something but they haven't connected and so there's an immediate barrier and i think that is the slight mistake that's probably happening at the moment is a lot of people using zoom and whatsapp i mean i do do that a lot and if you haven't created a connection to start with you know, there's a text can be misinterpreted. Of course, word for word. Yeah. One good thing about voice messages, actually, you can use a tonality. You can soften it. You can be apologetic, but at the same time, be firm. Yeah. But text, nah. No. I mean, I got a text the other day and it was like quite direct from somebody that was kicking back yeah. from something that, that had come through a conversation that I'd had. And it, 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 it read to me like a defensive emotional reaction. So, so something to think about there. If, if, okay. If we're underlining another tip is, yeah. Uh, Depending on the message that are getting put forward, good. You know, go with in person first, then video call in a, in a hierarchy. Yeah. Then a then a phone call, then a voice or, note, and then and then text written. is last. Yeah, because yeah, exactly. written can be you know misinterpreted so many different ways. Yeah. And actually, I manage my communication with people through those media. I mean, sometimes you see I'll do a video message or whatever. Uh, that when you have, when you're somebody with a lot of points of contact. You just in a day to actually pick up and speak to everybody, mm. it's not going to happen. Yeah, uh, and that's really difficult. Some people's whole day is just taken up talking and dealing meetings, with dealing meetings, with dealing meetings, with meetings. So it's finding a balance between, like, I'll ask people, "Are you okay for me to communicate like this?" And some people I haven't actually physically had a conversation with for probably two months. We literally have voice recorded conversation, but you and I sometimes do that. We're so connected that you can do that, but some people you can't do that with. Yeah. Because they actually need that reassurance. It's almost like they have to have need, a conversation I with need, you. I need to know the answer. I need to know the answer. Yeah, yeah. but not not just the answer. They, they kind of want to have that. Just know that you're there because they need connection. I understand. For them, connection is a huge basic human need. Whereas somebody else might go, I don't, I don't necessarily need it this way. I'm okay to get it, and I'll catch up with you next week. So, so this is like it is actually a basic need. This is like the classic dating scenario. Yeah. Uh, if, if, if she if she doesn't message back, or if he doesn't uh, message yeah, exactly. back immediately, right. And I get two blue ticks on my WhatsApp. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, we've got a break of connection here. So we're talking about turning point, which mm. is what are your values and what are the rules attached to those values. Yes. So I love connection. You love connection. But some people prioritize connection on on the basis that the rule is I have to speak to that person all the time. Yeah. Whereas me, I get a WhatsApp every now and again. It's fine. My mum, for example, really wants to speak to me. Whereas I could happily go back and forth for a day just yeah. WhatsApping her. <laughs> hey, mum, how are you doing? Uh, but no, no, she wants to have that conversation with me. Mm. And that's her basic value and, and the rule she has attached to that, that form of communication, which, by the way, you picked up a really sharp point there, Harms, is that is a powerful element to the whole system, which is what are the rules you attach to communication? Yeah. Do, do you have to be validated all the time by somebody telling you how good you are, by calling you, by texting you, by emailing you? 
and and that's really down to you then, not the other person, because you're demanding of them yeah. to do this, this, and this for me to feel good. And if you're in a if you're in a career and you're in a managerial position, you've got to be super conscious of this because there's maybe one or two people in your team in the them section who need that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's true. you know, if they are messaging true, you yeah. and you're not responding. And but you know that to keep a connection going with them, you've got to just acknowledge their message. Yeah. Acknowledge their message. Yeah, yeah. Great like, point. Because like because that lack of acknowledgement, then you talk about Chinese whispers gets misinterpreted. Oh, Arminda didn't respond to me. Have you heard anything from him? Yeah. Um, for two days, and I did this thing, yeah. and I thought he might let me know. Yeah. Uh, Am I in trouble? And then five or six <laughs> people, and then everyone starts going, "Oh shit, so and so's in trouble." And that yeah. suddenly, Harms doesn't like that person. Or, yeah, and actually, yeah. no, you're just too busy. You're just too busy. <laughs> uh, and it's just that was them. Like, no, but they can, needed yeah. that. That was their core need. They need that form of communication. Yeah. So some of the best managers and the best communicators out there understand the needs of their team and how to talk to them, how to communicate with them. Yeah. Which is which is something you may want to take on board as a listener, depending on what position you sit in. And, your and job actually on that note, it's a good point is how is that communicated in a positive way or do like do, do some people some people like constructive feedback, bang, that's it. Yeah. Others go like, I want compliments. Yes. And, and then a bit of feedback as yes. well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't mind a little bit, but it's got to be once a month. Um <laughs> yeah. okay, so let's let's say okay, people have reacted, we understand this. And the reaction is now in full flow okay let's say the reaction full flow how do we overcome this now because we you know we're reacting maybe yeah, the that's heat's, a great question turned up right so he's turned up so i think the first thing is like press pause and reaffirm so one of the things that we're going to do for example in the situation we've got is let's just get a group meeting together and let's just get clarity but it's an open book everyone says look hands up here i want to just apologize there might be some misunderstanding in the mm-hmm. way it's coming yeah i felt this and then we go back to center of gravity so what is it you need to hear from me so the reaffirming process is a really good way to press pause and stop the fire spreading anymore it's a bit like ring fencing the fire right spraying a bit of water on it but just trying to stop it it's not to say the emotions aren't there it's not to say the other person hasn't suddenly still got the same connection with past pain or whatever and it doesn't mean to say you might ever be the best friends, yeah. but at least if you press the pause, get clarity, if apologies are needed, fine. Oh, this is what I meant. Mm-hmm. And now we can move forward. Um, otherwise, it just keeps spreading like a wildfire. As you said, it just keeps going and going and going. Yeah, that's a great analogy for it. I, I use seed in a tree, but actually wildfire is more a better example because it, it is fire and the damage fire causes it and it spreads so quickly. Yeah tagged to that Chinese whispers. Yeah. Now everybody in and outside the company, and depending on what your company level is, maybe the public has got wind of it. Yeah. You know, media, newspapers, and it can really spread. Exactly. Okay. So how do we how do we like draw a line in the sand after that conversation? Yeah. Uh, that's you know, very good. Final tip and final to Brilliant do. Brilliant question. I mean, those of you that have had any connection with us on CWI, communicate with impact. Go back and look at your notes and go back to the very first area, which is you. And that first part, which is preparation, which is really to do with the focus. Now, that is focusing on what is the outcome? What were you really trying to achieve? If you haven't, go listen to, we did a podcast on communication, didn't we, previously? Or go and have a look at the online program that we have where they can go through six or seven hours. And, And one of the key elements there is, okay, I keep getting this wrong. I keep upsetting people let's go back now and start at the beginning what is the outcome you're trying to achieve which usually is a win-win for everybody and let's look at your messages maybe the messages you're delivering are the wrong messages or there's something in those messages that's, that's aggravating people yeah that's nine times out of ten that's what it will be too many messages too complicated or they're just the wrong messages the wrong for messages. this type of person that's the best thing to do refocus look at outcome messages and re-deliver back into that space and the purpose of this is to move in the right direction yeah uh, as a group as a collective for the for, for whatever your department's goals are yeah. whatever you know to keep the project moving forward 
you know, if we put this in a career job perspective, you know, there's finances uh, tied to projects, there's budget, budgetary refinements, there's the boss of the boss of the boss yeah. who doesn't want to know that there's a misunderstanding. They just want to know the team's moving forward. Exactly. So it's, it's, it's critical within your workplace to do this. I mean, if you, I'm talking to you now. So as a young person in a, in, a, in a situation like this and you're thinking, how do I communicate upwardly? What would be a couple of tips you'd do there? So spinning it the other way around, right? I've, let's say it's not the manager that has to deal with it, but actually somebody at a younger age, more junior, and they're faced with these Chinese whispers. What would you do now with the insights you've had if you rewound back into career? How would you tackle that? How would you take that to a place where you could kind of cut it off at the pass quickly? So I, I uh, it's a great question. And what we've highlighted today is I would just reloop back and, and literally go step by step, yeah. but keep it extremely simple in the sense that avoiding judgment or pointing fingers, I guess. Avoid, avoid judgment, you know. Okay, so, so let me just redefine this. The first thing to understand within the communication system is the first place to look is you. Yeah. So when looking at you, there's different components within that. But the number one thing to do is, as you just said, because I want to keep it simple for a younger listener entering the workplace and, yeah. and their career and their job. And they're experiencing bad communication. They're experiencing they, bad communication. They need to try and somehow yeah. break through that. And there may be Chinese whispers occurring about them. Yeah, yeah, right. So first thing to do is go back to step one and do whatever you can to get face-to-face with the person who can help you solve right. this. Yeah. Normally that's your direct line, maybe your team leader, your supervisor, uh, and have that conversation with them. With authenticity, which is another element of the communication system. With authenticity. No ego, just go, go no, there. And, and talk about how you feel in that situation. Yeah, yeah. What's happened? How do you feel? And talk about you know things that you may think are happening because that allows your team, you know, who, are, who should be more senior, more experienced in the job, to then allow them to reaffirm yes you know what's actually yeah, happening because the perception from the younger person might be different of course it is and you know they'll feel fear they'll feel panic they'll feel um okay I'm, you know do people like me yeah you know, when you first enter a workplace you've yeah, got all right. these emotions That's going true. on i want to impress i've done a bad job at impressing well actually none of this could be true it could just yeah. all be in your head <laughs> yeah so get some uh, reaff- reaffirming get some clarity and then as part of that meeting have mm. have it defined what's the plan moving forward yeah yeah uh do right. certain people need to be spoken to do we have to have a group call like you mentioned yeah uh, and as part of that you know make the decision together but if you're young and you're unsure we've just laid out the steps there yeah and i'll put those in the show notes at cicardo.com. one last point because this might have been passed out to people if you're doing this for your team this is a great audio to play to your team if you're senior manager watching this or listening to this a great thing to do is just set up an open space roundtable conversation. Say, yeah. right, we're going to have an open, a non-judgmental forum where everybody gets a chance to talk about what's happening in our communication and what you all think we can do to impress, improve it. And if you're the manager of that team, just get a pen and paper and be a, a listening vessel and capture it because mm. that could be a chance to reset the whole team. It's a great strategy. It works very well. Okay, fantastic. So there we have it. We've, we've covered Zoom video uh, <laughs> and, ha- and how that builds trust. <laughs> People's reaction and understanding that it's their reaction. Thirdly, reaffirming, gaining clarity, which then nicely ties into creating a plan, a group plan in a way to communicate going forward within the job and the career and the workplace, all with the aim to overcome misunderstanding in the workplace, in your career, in your jobs, so that the communication stays clean, open, honest, authentic, as Rose mentioned there as well. So anything final to add, Ro? No, great, great podcast. Enjoyed that. Absolutely. So that's myself and Ro signing off. We shall see you on the next episode. 
Hello, it's Dr. Rowe here. Harms and I would like to both personally thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of The Cicado Show. And if you've gained just one insight, something positive that you're able to use on a personal, on a professional level to help your life and maybe other people's lives, then please complete an important action for us which takes less than just two minutes. Please become a supporter of the podcast by going to cicado.com and as a thank you, you'll get access to exclusive supporter perks. And don't forget to simply subscribe to the show, share this product with loved ones, and we would love if you would take a moment to give us a review and let us know just how amazing this episode was. Thanks again for listening. This is Dr. Owen Harms signing out We'll see you on the next episode.